It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And it's so nice to have you join us today. You know, this past summer and fall, I've had the pleasure of taking my three grandchildren to their swimming lessons. So I've had the opportunity to observe the size and shape of many other kids also taking their swim lessons. And a lot of kids are in trouble with their weight, even at a very young age. You know, many of these kids are so embarrassed about their size, they wear T-shirts over their swimming suits. You know, I kind of feel sad for them. You know, I know overweight kids are usually overweight teenagers and overweight adults. In fact, 30% of kids are overweight and about 20% are obese. Think of that, 20% of our kids are obese. Excess weight is the number one reason that the military rejects those who are trying to enlist. Hmm. The number one reason now, weight. So if you are a parent or grandparent with an overweight child, what can you do to help? And what is causing the problem? And sorry to say, but Michelle Obama's recommendation of serving only skim milk is not the solution. It is a much more complex issue. In fact, you know, guess what? Research has found that low-fat foods actually make people fat. So the skim milk might be part of the problem. It could be. Well, so I have asked two experts joining me to shed some light on some possible solutions. So let's welcome registered dietitian Cassie Weenus, who was part of a roundtable discussion on TV show called Girl Talk last Monday night. And the discussion focused on childhood obesity. And the crisis we're in. Yes. So, Cassie, welcome to the show this morning. Thank you. And kind of fill us in on the details on the roundtable discussion. I would love to. And good morning to all the listeners out there. Good morning to Riley and Marissa listening back home. Yeah, I'm still feeling energized from this Monday night roundtable discussion. This TV that we filmed, it was myself and another woman by the name of Colleen Flatham. And then a gentleman, Patrick Steig, I believe was his name. And it was a lot of of great discussion. And I came away feeling like, okay, we're not the only ones out here fighting this battle. Because some days I feel like we are, right? When we're seeing clients every day in the office, you feel like we're the only ones talking about this obesity epidemic. But this Colleen Flatham is an intervention coordinator from the University of Minnesota. And she's been working, um, one of her programs is called New Moves. And a key part of that is to keep girls interested in physical activity. And she talked about how, you know, you reach a certain age when dodgeball in gym class is not so fun Mm -hmm. for a girl anymore. And I remember that. Or floor hockey. I hated floor hockey because I came home with black and blue shins from all the boys trying to get the puck. And I guess I wasn't as aggressive. So her her (laughs) one of her deals is going into the schools and. And getting separate PE classes for the girls and doing things like yoga and aerobics classes. Yeah, especially, you know, once they reach the teenage years. And then she also does some some 
um, talks with them on body image. So it's mm-hmm. it's that piece, too, which I think is huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to talk today about the childhood obesity epidemic, which is a huge problem. But we have to approach our kids in the right way or we're going to push them the other direction and mm-hmm. they're going to end up with an eating disorder. So it's that fine line that you walk. And then this Patrick Steig, he works for Dakota County. He's a chronic disease prevention coordinator. Wow. Yeah. And just some neat things they're doing in the public schools in Dakota County right now. And my takeaway from him is that he's working hard to try to make physical activity the easy choice. I think that's great. Oh my gosh. I was so excited. So to make... And I was a little sad because we moved from Dakota County, yes. you know, up to Wright County. So we used to be down there. But to make walking to school and playing outside safer, getting the neighborhood safer, um, getting more sidewalks in places where there aren't sidewalks. And then he's also working inside the public school systems in Dakota County, looking at do we need so many food choices, so many different points throughout the day. So looking at vending machines, also looking at things like do we need to sell candy mm-hmm. bars to raise money for sports equipment mm-hmm. that seems yeah, like kind a of contradiction a, yeah, it does, mm-hmm. it does. yeah so so yeah and then i talked of course a ton about nutrition and really focused on all of the processed foods that today's kids are eating all of the drive-throughs they're going through and what are some other options we can do so a lot of the things that we're going to be talking about today um and a little bit more i talked about on on tv monday night so before the end of the hour, we'll fill you in a little bit on how you can can view that okay, segment. Okay, very good. Okay. So all of you were kind of talking about things that people can do, kind of a... Brainstorming, more, kind brainstorm. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's such a great topic. And I really thanked the producer up and down before I left for for helping to make more people aware. Childhood obesity has more than tripled in the last 30 years. Wow, isn't that amazing? Tripled. More than tripled since I was a child. You know, after this roundtable discussion, I I was energized about what everybody else is doing, but I still, of course, feel that nutrition education is so key, and it has to start with the parents. So as a team of nutritionists, as a team of dietitians, we want to make this show one that's going to help parents make some changes in the food choices they're providing for their kids. And we need to make the healthy choice the easy choice. I agree with you. Yep. So kind of to go along with that whole educational theme that we are going to do on this show today, you know, I've invited our deli detective, our registered dietitian, Tamara Brown, to join us today. Now, hey, you guys, we can reveal (laughs) her name. But not her face. That's why radio is perfect for tomorrow. (laughs) Because we want to keep her identity secret. So, Tamara, welcome to the show. I know what your Halloween outfit's going to be. Oh, I love it. I'm picturing it. So when you're working with families who have overweight kids, and we all are these days doing that, what is the first nutritional habit that you kind of tackle? Well, that's a good question, Dar. And I actually have to just first start off by saying... um, you know, doing the deli detective just last week at the end of I was working with a client and suddenly at the end she said, wait, aren't you the deli detective? Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. I've got a lot of <laughs> people my new coming identity. in. <laughs> yes. I've got people coming in and saying, oh, you know, I want to meet the <laughs> deli detective. <laughs> oh, cute. Indeed. <laughs> so tackling this issue today, I think... One thing that I start off by thinking about is just thinking back to my own childhood and how was I eating? 
Uh, I know. I, you know what, tomorrow. <laughs> I bet you ate differently than I did. <laughs> that is definitely probably true. Um, I grew up on Pop-Tarts, oh. Pringles, They weren't even invented by the... <laughs> Thank goodness. Exactly. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh, I did. So... Things that I would never eat today. You know, I look back and I think, wow, I can't How believe. How did I even function? Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. But then the question I think, you know, I look back and think, okay, what are some of the struggles I had with food during my teenage and early 20s? Mm-hmm. Did I struggle with my weight? I did. Okay. Did I struggle with some of those, um, you know, fights against food? Can mm-hmm. I eat this? Can I eat that? Yeah. This has fat. This doesn't. This constant mental struggle that I think so many women deal with today, not only when they're teenagers, but for years. Totally agree <laughs> with you. Yes. Oh, and I think it's starting younger and younger. I mean, girls and maybe it's a lot of the social media are starting to worry by age eight, you know, what's what's going to make me fat and what's not. Mm -hmm. That's really sad. It is. And I have to say that what cured me and made me normal is eating real foods. And I think that's one of the things that is so important for childhood obesity and for all of us is to give up those pop tarts, processed foods, and focused on the real foods. Yeah. So parents out there, stop buying the processed foods. Focus on the real foods. Right. And you know, I think another important behavior to change or think about is pulling through those convenient drive-throughs for dinners, lunch. Even breakfast. Yes. Oh, I agree with you 100%. Yes. It's so easy, but. 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 Is so there another easy option? You. Right. And we'll be talking about more. Eating. What's our class called? Eating fast without fast food? That's right. We're going to talk about that today. Yep. Or we are. So, you know, one of my favorite book titles, and, you know, I got all these books downstairs, and it's called Reality Therapy by William, Dr. William Glasser. And I think the title says it all. Mm-hmm. So let's give listeners some reality therapy. That's what we're going to do today. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> so let's start with the first one. Talking back to the fast food. If you stop in for fast food, here's the reality. Large French fries has 520 calories. Large Coke has 310 calories. Total there, 830 calories. But that's not really a full meal. So let's add in a serving of chicken nuggets, and then we've got another 500 calories for a total of 1,330 calories. Wow. That's a lot of calories for a small body. Yes. That's, that's a lot of calories, but even worse, that's a lot of trans fats and a lot of sugar, mostly in the form of high fructose corn syrup. Yes. So, you know, let's get real. Parents pick fast food because of the convenience, certainly not because of the taste. Um, So here's a solution that I did this summer before swimming lessons for the grandchildren. You know, I I bought some brown rice tortillas, you know, because my granddaughter Willow is sensitive to gluten. And on the tortilla, I would spread some cream cheese, full fat, real cream cheese. And then I'd layer on some deli ham, kind without nitrates. I'd fold the tortilla in half and grill each side cut them into wedges, serve them with carrot sticks, snap peas, grapes, and a goat yogurt for dessert. Yes. And 
You know what Willa says? She's so I've cute. heard her talk about this before. <laughs> when she sees the fast food clown, she calls him the evil clown because he gets kids to eat bad food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. When we drive by any of those places, the fast food clown, you know, or the Burger Kings or whatever, you know, and the kids can see the playland through the window. Yes, yes. So every time they see it, they want to go and they say, Mom, when can we go there? And my simple, straightforward answer is, you guys, I love you too much to take you there. <laughs> and that's end of discussion. But, you know, that's a great idea, Dar. And I got, I've got, i gotten that idea from you and done that before with the kids. The rice tortillas, the cream cheese, the, the ham. Something we did a lot, especially this summer, when you need something fast and you don't really want to turn on the oven because it's hot, is to get some good um, summer sausage. And I'm sure there's a lot of different brands out there. I get Thousand Hills Cattle Company. Mm-hmm which is a local ranch out of Cannon Falls, Minnesota. I can get it at Coburn's. It's at the co-ops. Delicious grass-fed summer sausage. Slice that up. We usually buy um, some rice crackers. Keep it to a minimum, but we do those rice crackers because the kids like to make a little sandwich with their little summer sausage. And then we'll do apple slices and either carrot sticks and hummus or jicama and hummus. And the kids love it. It's like a little picnic lunch, and it's just as fast, if not faster, mm-hmm. than going through the drive-through. Mm-hmm. Well, so now, Cassie, you just said a word that most people don't even know what it is: hickama. Hickama, and I have to tell you, my little three-year-old calls it hickam up. Can I have some hickam up? <laughs> so cute, and I just don't even want to correct her. Um, hickama, you know. And I was telling the kids, and correct me if I'm ra- wrong. I think it's it's a it's a tuberous vegetable. I think it originated in Mexico because yes. I was telling the kids Dora and Diego would eat this the first day <laughs> that we tried it. And so that was cool to them. Um, yeah, it's kind of, I love it. It's when yes, you I peel it, it's white. It kind of looks like a potato. And I suppose it's kind of in that family, it is. but it's got a sweetness to mm-hmm. it. So your kids, it's, they love it and, they love it, it and adults love it. Yeah. So I think it's probably break time, Cassie. I know we've probably. been just chatting it away is. here. It's probably time to. Well, I'm glad up. that you have, <laughs> that you're keeping me on track. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We do have to go break to break. But before we do that, since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we just wanted to share a study because Dar's big on sharing the research. A study reported in the Journal of the American Medical Association that says women taking the hormone replacement of estrogen and artificial progesterone increased their chances of getting breast cancer and increased their risk of dying from breast cancer. And when we come back, Dar and Tamara are going to tell you some more about these research findings. And they're also going to share some more natural solutions to the hot flashes and the mood swings. So you don't have to suffer, but you don't have to take the replacement therapy either. If you have questions or want to join our talk today about childhood obesity, please call us at the studio 651-641-1071. Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, nutritional guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. 
You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before break, Cassie shared a new study about hormone replacement therapy from the Journal of the American Medical Association. This is an important study for women so that they can understand the higher risk of developing breast cancer if they choose hormone replacement therapy. You know, 20 years ago, I remember having lunch with many of my college girlfriends and discovered I was the only one not taking hormone replacement therapy. You know, I knew 15, 20 years ago that cancer cells love estrogen. So I chose not to get involved with those so-called miracle anti-aging hormones. So to many of us, this is not new information, but to have an important in-depth study is, I think, very important for women. So... I'm glad that they did it. Absolutely. I agree. And this study of more than 16,000 women over 11 years produced the first powerful evidence that deaths from breast cancer were more common among hormone users. Women who took PremPro were not only more likely to, to develop breast cancer, but were twice as likely to die from the disease. Now, that is, that's kind of startling, mm-hmm. isn't it's it? It's very startling. And a couple other interesting findings, women who took hormones were 70% more likely to die from lung cancer. Wow. That's very surprising. And also had an increased risk for heart disease, stroke, and other health problems. And just think of that, because in the past, they've always thought that they should take it because of heart disease. And now they're saying that there's increased risk. Now, I was listening to Good Morning America and Dr. Nancy Snyderman she actually cautioned people about even using bioidentical hormones. And she stated estrogen in any form may be a risk factor. So I think at this point we need more research. And that's what she was saying also. If you're currently taking hormone replacement therapy, and we work with a lot of women, and we know that there's still a lot of women that are on PrenPro, a lot of women that come in and... um, So a lot of women come in because they want to find a different option. And that's what we do. We help people find an eating plan that's going to help to control those mood swings, those hot flashes, even the dry tissue that women complain about as they get into those menopausal years. You know, we we really believe nutrition is always the best solution. And so if you have these concerns, call our office, make an appointment. It's 651-699-3438. Now, you know, here's some really a good, quick first step. If you're having hot flashes, Mm -hmm. cut the sugar Mm -hmm. and cut the processed carbohydrates. Cut it in half or cut it totally. Or cut it totally. And I think you'll see the difference. And one that sneaks up on women is wine. Well, there's still that information out there, Dar, that people are supposed to drink it. They just had a doctor on Fox 9 again the other day talking about heart health, and he was pushing the wine. Well, that's not what the American Cancer no, Society and all these other studies are saying. No, no, no. But we know that it, it turns, leads to hot flashes. It turns to a lot of sugar. Yep. And which... it does kick off hot flashes for almost all women. Mm-hmm. So 
we're just looking at it from that point of view. Yeah, at least get yourself through that change of life period and then see if you can handle the wine. But I think a life without hot flashes would be worth giving up <laughs> a glass or two of wine at night. So great information on on that stuff. But again, questions or comments on childhood nutrition, childhood obesity, do call us at the studio, 651-641-1071. We have a couple of callers on the hormone replacement topic. Alrighty. And I think... Okay. I think we could. Sure, we should probably take those. We should try those. (laughs) We have Grace on line one. Grace, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi, I love your show. Thank you. Um, I'm calling because I'm sort of wondering about a few years up, or I guess in reverse on the line, but I'm wondering about the safety of birth control and if it could have the same effects. Well, that's a very, 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 very good question. And... Of course, you're talking to nutritionists. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. You know, so what we would say is I think people have to be really cautious. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. I do think they have to be cautious. And um, so I, I I hope they start to do some long, extensive studies on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And- I think it's a good point. It's, mm-hmm. I think people need to start thinking about all these things. I just know I felt better when I went off birth yes. control. Yes. And yeah, never so wanted I, to go back so. on. And so I chose other options after I talked with my OBGYN. Yeah, so okay. that told me right there. Great question, Grace. Okay, thank you. Yep. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, how about, let's just right away get to line two. And is it Lori? Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Thank you. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I have been on hormone replacement for oh almost three years now. And mm-hmm. I, I'm doing a bio identical mm-hmm. and it's it's a compounded um, yep. product that I'm taking uh, which you know is expensive because my insurance company doesn't cover it sure and I have found it to be a lifesaver and right. reading this um, you know just the preliminary results of this latest finding I I'm having a hard time um, being scared by that scared enough to go off it because my side effects were mainly brain fog. I mean, I had some hot flashes, and I still have hot flashes, and that, that to me is, you know, something I can absolutely handle. But brain fog was not. It, it was affecting my work. It was affecting my relationships. I just, I, I could not deal with that. And I found the replacement really, really has, has given me my life back. So you know, I, I think one of the couple of things to think about when you're thinking in terms of brain fog, there's many, many, many causes of that, and there's many, many solutions for that. And so sometimes people don't look at all the solutions. And um, oh, you know, one, I mean, we have lots of solutions for mm-hmm. brain fog. And I think just looking at the study, the li- the the least amount of hormone replacement that you can possibly take if you're taking it, it's probably going to be the wisest decision for you. Mm -hmm. And so that's maybe how you look at it, because a lot of times when things are compounded, you can take less than what is prescribed, and you Mm -hmm. end up with the same results, and then maybe in a period of time you can just taper off. Mm -hmm. And I think all the studies have said never, never be on them longer than five years, no matter what. And and I think you look at that and say, okay, well, then I'd start tapering. So. I mean, it's good mm-hmm. comments, and I think we, you know, like they say, we just need more studies on special, bi- especially mm-hmm. bioidentical hormones. Mm-hmm. I know at many of the nutrition conferences that I've gone to is they look at, 
they say basically estrogen is estrogen is estrogen, mm-hmm. no matter what form it comes from, and it does seem to influence the growth of cancer. So mm-hmm. if you have cancer in your body, so you know that's just that's just the that's the terrible research that's come out, and that's the b- bottom line, you know. So yeah, but thanks for calling us. I, you know, I think there's lots. People have to kind of, you know, I, I think you have to do all these things in moderation and. Everything has to be for your body mm-hmm. and how it works. Yes. So. Thank you, Lori. We're going to take line three. Lisa has a question on childhood obesity or a comment. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, my question is, I have a, um, a niece that is living with us and for her senior year in mm-hmm. high school. And she is, um, I don't know how much she weighs, she's, but she's a very large girl. And she would really like to lose 100 pounds before mm-hmm. her graduation. And I look at what she's been eating. She's only been living with us for about a month or so and didn't have a lot of good basics of good eating habits, um, eats out a lot, um, snacks a lot. She does work out every day. She's been, since she lives with us, she's been eating more fruit and vegetables and more home-cooked meals. But I'm just trying to figure out what I can do to help support her, what I can do to help teach her about things without, again, I'm not her parent. I'm not here to raise her, but I'm just here to support her. And just trying to find out if you have any suggestions of how I can help point her in the right direction without being her mom. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things, so she's a senior in high school. Mm -hmm. I think she should, I mean, one of the possibilities, she personally needs education about nutrition. Right. So we have a great series of classes called Weight and Wellness and there, so, it's geared on understanding the nutritional effects of food. Mm-hmm. It's not geared necessarily for people to concentrate on losing weight, but a lot of people do just yep. because they start eating right. And she needs that information. And, um, you know, they're two-hour classes. They meet for six weeks, mm-hmm. and they give people different options of and they know why maybe eating out a lot is not going to be you the answer if you really why. want to lose yeah. 100 pounds. I think you hit it right on the head there, Darwin. You said, I, I mean, I think of the six-week series, and it teaches you why. Yeah. And then that empowers you to make the right decisions lifelong. So um, there's no money. She has no money. Her parents have no money. They recently lost their home. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I did look at your program, but I'm not sure if there's other options that she could look at without having to... Spend that kind of money right now? Community Ed? Community Ed would have You know, something. I don't know, Dar, what your thoughts on that are, but our, our, the, the six-week series would be, the best. of course, the best um, and but, probably have the most long-lasting effects. But if finances are really an issue, we have a Jumpstart Your Metabolism class okay. that's taught through Community Ed at different locations throughout the Twin Cities, and you can find that on our website just by looking at our class calendar. And it always depends on the school system as to what they're charging, but it's very affordable. It's usually somewhere around $35 for a two-hour class. And uh, then another one that she could take is Balanced Foods for Balanced Moods. I mean, we're teaching nutrition in every one of those classes, and she would get the ideas, and she could see. I don't know if she drinks pop, but she could see, okay, what is pop doing to my body? Why, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going on? Yeah. And, you know, lots of times people... Um, once they look at this, is she's eating out? That's costing a lot of money to eat out. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's it's a whole new way of thinking about food. Yep, and I agree with you, and that's why your suggestions are great. And I will 
share that with her and hopefully um, help get her on the right track. Yeah, what, you know, where, what part of town do you live in? Um, well, actually, we're in Dakota County, and I heard you mention something about something in the schools in Dakota County. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'll, I don't know if you're going to talk about that some more because I can keep listening. <laughs> or okay. If you're not talk that about sounds that good. Sure. We're sure. going to show. Oh, I mean, we're going to talk about how you can reach, yeah, get on that. Um, listen to that. Girl Look talk. at the roundtable discussion yeah. where um, this this gentleman from the C- Dakota County area was talking about some of his intervention programs in the public school system. So okay. yeah, stay tuned. Okay. Thank you for your call. Great. Thank you for your help. Yep. yep. Bye. So Cassie, it's running that time again. It I know is. it's going so fast for us See? today. Why do we need two hours? <laughs> You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you want to catch that roundtable discussion, we might as well mention it just now because Lisa was wondering about more information. Um, really, the best thing to do is to go to townsquare.tv. So get on your internet, go to townsquare.tv, and then look for Girl Talk, and you can find the cable channel in your area because it's different for every segment of the Twin Cities area as to when this public access channel is going to be airing this and as to when it or as to what channel it is on your TV. So that's really the best way to do it, townsquare.tv. Look for the program called Girl Talk, and then you can find out the channel and the upcoming date and time of this Childhood Obesity Roundtable discussion. And if you want more information about the hormone replacement study, you can Google American Medical Association study on hormone replacement. So simply American Medical Association study on hormone replacement in your Google bar, and you'll find out more on that. And questions for us? Call us at the studio, 651 641 1071. We'll be right back. So welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I want to invite you to sign up for this upcoming weight and wellness series starting November 1st. You know, we can even help you dump those Halloween treats (laughs) that everybody's going to have. So the weight and wellness classes teaches, uh, you know, we teach them for in many, many different locations, and we really teach you the reasons why you want to eat healthy. And we actually show you how to do it. So what are you going to get in a weight and wellness? Well, the results are you're going to probably weigh less. You're going to have less aches and pains. You're going to have better moods, greater energy, and you get fun and informative teachers. Always. Darmy, sure. And, and, and Tamara. Uh, Tamara, both teaching. So check our website, weightandwellness.com, and sign up at a location near you. And, and we are going to get back to some of our topic. I know we have some listeners on the line, but we want to get into some good information um, before the end of the hour about this childhood obesity epidemic. Now, when we went to... Um, that first break, we were talking about Willow and my kids and, and the fast food clown and all that. But what came to my mind, Dar, is that Willow, I know she's sensitive to cow's milk and cow's yogurt, but she can drink goat's milk. And it made me remember the many, many times that I've had clients in my office say, well, can I just drink the rice milk? Oh, Do you yes. get that question? Oh, we get that question a lot. <laughs> so, you know, when you look at rice milk, It's the worst of the so-called healthy milks because Mm -hmm. eight ounces has 26 grams of sugar in it. So that's like six and a half teaspoons of sugar in eight ounces. It's a glass of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. So I think as parents and grandparents, we have to always be on the lookout for hidden sugars. Mm -hmm. And so many parents believe rice milk is a healthy alternative 
to regular cow's milk, but rice milk is basically, as you said, it's basically sugar, and it certainly yeah. is not a health drink. And they don't need milk. A lot of times parents will ask me, because we have a dairy allergy, well, what do they drink? Water? Water. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we call it our energy drink. Water gives you energy, and it does. does. Don't all of mm-hmm. you feel better when you're drinking enough water? Exactly. Absolutely. You don't need the milk. You know, and maybe a calcium supplement is called for if you're not doing um, much dairy, but you don't necessarily need to drink the milk. Right, exactly. And certainly not the rice milk. You know, when we talk about how much sugar a product contains, all of you listening at home can go to your cupboard right now, pull out a box or a bag of whatever processed food you might have, and you can figure out how much sugar that food turns into just by some simple math. So what you want to look at is total number of carbohydrates, total grams of carbs on the Nutrition Facts panel. Don't pay any attention to sugars on the Nutrition Facts panel. There are no standards for reporting that, so it doesn't always give you the whole picture. But if you look at total carbs divide by four, that's the number of teaspoons of sugar that food turns into in your little child's body or in your body fairly fast. So total carbs divided by four is the number of teaspoons of sugar in a food. Now, thinking of sugar makes me have visions of soda. I talked a lot about this on the um, TV Monday night at the roundtable discussion. What are our kids drinking? Mm -hmm. And when you look at a bottle of regular soda, whether it's Coke, Mountain Dew, whatever, on average, a bottle of soda turns to about 16 teaspoons of sugar. Think about that. Visualize that. Would you ever spoon 16 teaspoons of sugar down your kid's throat and think you're doing them any good? And then they don't only just drink one. Right. So some kids, you know, if they're drinking two or three a day, now we're talking 32 to 48 teaspoons of sugar. Wow. That's just the liquids. You know, yes. what What are the foods they're eating? That could be turning to sugar, too. So we're talking about a pint jar of sugar. Yes. The reality check here is that no matter how young, no matter how old, your body just cannot stay healthy with a pint of sugar a day. So why do we hammer on this creating an awareness of all the harm sugar is causing? Because, you know, the reality is that our kids' lives are shortened with their eating habits. Mm -hmm. And this generation is the first generation that will have a shorter lifespan than their parents. And it goes back to the bad food choices. We are killing ourselves. Yes. And our ki- and our kids. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, thinking about TV, if we let our children watch TV, they are bombarded with junk mm. food ads over and over again. TV ads for fast food, sweetened breakfast cereals, soda, pizza, chips flashing across the screen. And, you know, pretty soon... Kids start to believe these ads from the food factories. And even adults start to believe it. (laughs) Yes, they do. Absolutely. (laughs) Those marketers do a good job. And I did say food factories (laughs) (laughs) producing those processed foods. So, of course, when you see these messages over and over again, that's what you want to fill your grocery cart with. Yes. You know, and I was fooled, even as a registered dietitian. And Tamara, I don't know. I know you're my... My other registered dietitian here, do they tease you that you came over from the dark side? <laughs> See, she didn't work in, in the actual setting long enough before she found us. Yes. She was kind of knew that it wasn't right, I she, think. Yeah, yes. she didn't truly live in that other no. world. But as a registered dietitian, before I found Nutritional Weight and Wellness, 
I was eating some pretty junky stuff thinking I was doing all right. And so now I have some good food samples oh. of the junk when I go out and teach because oh, they were in my cupboard. But <laughs> speaking of marketing, you know, they get paid big bucks for good reason. And I had, and I use it now when I teach class, a box of Nutrigrain bars pretty much always in the cupboard because I thought, well, if Scott or I don't have time for breakfast, it would be better to grab that than, you know, a candy bar. Well, not really now that I read the ingredient list. The first five ingredients on those Nutrigrain bars are sugar in some form or another. It's oh, high mm. fructose corn syrup, then it's corn syrup, then it's sugar. I mean, the first five ingredients. But Nutra made me think nutritious. Yes. It worked on me, and I was a dietitian, so obviously it's going to work on some parents and, and some kids out there, too. Um, you know, and another bad thing I used to do was a lot a lot of pasta because I graduated during the height of the high-carb, low-fat craze. Right. And that's what we were taught, and that's what I was living. So pasta to me was a green light because it was fat-free. I could eat how much I, you know, ever didn't matter serving size. And what's well, wrong with it? Oh, well, now we know. Now I know why, Dar. I would I would drive home from work, my hands shaking. Mm. <laughs> I had just crashed. Never made the connection till I came to nutritional weight and wellness. But that pasta turns to a ton of sugar. So you skyrocket your blood sugar. A serving size of pasta that you would get in a restaurant on average is going to turn to 25 teaspoons of sugar. So you skyrocket that blood sugar, and a couple hours later, you crash and hit rock bottom. Um, and either place isn't a good place to be. Or we could talk about pizza. Two pieces of pizza turns to about 12 and a half teaspoons of sugar. And we have to take another break, Cassie. I was going to try to push it further because I was late (laughs) on that last break. But all right. So we'll take our last break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're just joining us, we're discussing childhood obesity. We really need to make sure the message by the end of the hour here today is that nutrition is a family affair. As a mom, I'm the one in charge of the meals for the most part. I write the grocery list, although thank you to my husband, he does the shopping. Oh, that's good. But I'm the gatekeeper. Yes, you know, you what are. I say most- is what comes in the house, and that's, yeah, that's true for most families. But sometimes, unless you're well versed in nutrition and what is really healthy, eating it can be confusing. So I want to encourage you, if you're the parent in charge of the meals, to take our weight and wellness series. I took it four times. And I was a dietitian, but I learned something new every time. I was so enthralled. I took it four times before I ever um, taught it. And you're really going to learn so much about what is true. And and we're not about marketing at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. So we're going to give you the facts. Lots of locations. So you can call our office to find a location near you. Our office number is 651-699-3438. Um, Or you can probably get some good information on our website, too, weightandwellness.com. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. As the deli detective, I want to alert you to some ingredients I always point out to clients that are best to avoid. So when you look at the food labels, be sure to avoid hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oils. Avoid cottonseed oil, corn oil, soy oil. All of those are highly refined, damaged oils. We also want to avoid high fructose corn syrup because that is a processed sweetener. We also want to avoid natural flavors because that can be hidden for MSG. Mm-hmm. So, tomorrow you take people on shopping tours, don't you? I do. And tell us a little, tell people a little bit about that. Absolutely. So... 
you know, if you're somebody and you're struggling to understand all of those confusing label ingredients, or, you know, you're walking through those aisles and aisles of foods and you're not sure how to choose an okay product versus a not-so-good product, then taking a grocery store tour with me may be a great opportunity to help you make sense of all of those rows and rows and rows of processed food products. I think you have some people you're taking, what, Monday? Or Saturday, Saturday, next weekend. Next weekend, yep. okay. Got a big group. Okay. A group. Which will be fun. It will be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, so call our office or check out our website if you want to learn more about doing a grocery store tour with Tamara. I just think there's got to be a lot of moms out there or maybe even dads, whatever, caretakers thinking this would be great. Because as we said, it's confusing. And besides, it's confusing. she's got such a bubbly personality. Oh, we just have she's fun. just a cute. You'll have a great yeah. time with me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're going to take some callers. So those people on the line, please stay on the line. But first, I just want Tara, Tamara to explain that sugar connection, because I don't think people always make that link, but what are we really saying here? What is the sugar connection to being overweight or to being obese? Yes. Well, here's the reality check on that one. So body fat, especially fat around the middle, comes from eating too many processed carbohydrates and sugars. It does not come from eating good fats Mm -hmm. like nuts and avocados. So when you see, you know, boys and girls with well-rounded stomachs, you just know that they must be eating too much sugar. Now, sugar can come in the form of cakes, cookies, candies. The obvious, right? Exactly. But it can also come in the form of French fries or potato chips. So did you know that every time your child eats two French fries or four chips, they are actually consuming a teaspoon of sugar? Now, what child eats two French fries exactly. or four Two fries. <laughs> what adult stops at two, right? Yes, exactly. So much more sugar than, than just um, that one teaspoon by the end of the day. Let's take a couple of callers. We have Lindsay on line two. Lindsay, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You had a question about coconut milk? Yes, hello. I'm, I was listening to what you had to say about rice milk, and I'm assuming almond milk can kind of be high in sugar, too. Not as high, no. Almond milk is much better. The unsweetened. The unsweetened. Thank you, Cassie. Yep. I always got to preface because one time I picked up the wrong one. The first ingredient is sugar, and boy, can you you taste it. So, yeah, unsweetened almond milk would be okay. I've been giving my kids coconut milk. How do you feel about that? Great. Perfect. Now, she's talking, Dar, about the new coconut milk in the carton, I'm betting, right? The So Delicious brand? Yep. That's a little bit newer. So it's not the coconut milk in the can, which is pure fat. But I still think it's okay. When you buzzed out before the show started and Tamara and I were talking about it, it's kind of just like we were saying, watered down coconut milk. And they have added a little bit of sugar, but it's not high carb. Okay. Um, So I do. Yeah, I do think it's fine. Something on the show too. New products on the market. Yeah. Yeah. So I think think you're doing a good thing there. Good job. Yep. Okay. Let's go to line three. Mary, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Thank you. Um, I was doing great with the no sugar thing for my kids or low sugar until preschool. And we've veered away, and now I'm trying to figure out how to ease back away. Um, So the coconut milk sounds good, but my daughter has eczema, and she tends to want a little bit of apple juice in her water. How do I break her of that? Well, I don't think that's so bad. Mm-hmm. A little bit of apple juice mm-hmm. in water, that's fine. Yeah, it's Unless about... you think that her uh, eczema breaks out from it. 
No, it's worse with um, the almond milk because yeah. we tried almond milk. Okay. Um, yes. It's worse worse with strawberries and it's worse with legumes. Okay. So, so no, I think a little bit of apple juice would be just fine. Okay. You know? Yeah. What we do at our house, the kids um, with breakfast get oh I don't know maybe four or five ounces total of diluted apple juice and then they get it again at bedtime snack and the rest of the day is water and I think that's okay. Sure. Just like Dar said. So as long as it's not you know, every drink, every time. Okay. Sounds sounds like you're doing a good job. Okay. And then any other suggestions on the eczema since she has so many things that seem to flare it up? Uh-huh. Um, well, Cassie, you want to talk about that? or? Sh- well, what have you removed the dairy? We're gluten-free, dairy-free. Okay. Um, like I said, the leg- like hummus for dipping your veggies makes it worse. Strawberries and almonds also seem to make it worse. Okay. Well, I think if you've t- removed dairy and gluten, you might want to look at eggs. And remove that and give that a, like a three-week trial and see mm-hmm. if it doesn't clear up more. That didn't seem to make a difference. Okay. So, so all, then, I, then I would really do all the nuts, um, you know, certainly peanuts and cashews and things like that. Take those out. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Okay. What about sunflower butter? That should uh, be fine. Oh, are we at the end of the show? That should be fine. Ah, we're getting the... But yeah, yeah. sun butter should be fine. Um, it's not a tree nut or a legume. So, okay. so keep that one on board, but get the others out. Okay, thank you. Oh, thanks everybody for listening. Do tune in next weekend because we have some great information on... Um, or some tricks to stay away from all those Halloween treats. Let's say it that way. Okay. Feed your kids well. They are our future. Thank you, thanks. everyone. Bye.